The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're joining me today. I want to begin by reminding you that you are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Today, I want to celebrate with you that we are currently in the top 10 most listened to on-demand radio shows on the Seventh Wave channel. That's because of you. And I want you to know that you are listening from 97 regions around the world. That just amazes me. Thank you to all who are listening with a special thank you this week to our listeners in Bulgaria, Norway, and Malaysia and in the states of Montana, Michigan, and Connecticut. Welcome, and thank you for your continuing support. Last week, we had a great conversation with Dr. Larry Dossey about the research in his new book, One Mind, which proves that we are all connected and we are all loved. His combining of scientific knowledge with spiritual understanding opens you up to new ways of seeing and experiencing your life and the world we live in. If you miss the live show, be sure to go to paulajoyce.com to listen on demand. And later today, we are looking forward to talking with the preeminent expert on healing from trauma. There's a reason that Dr. Von der Kolk is the world leader in understanding the best ways to help people heal from abuse and trauma. As a therapist and a researcher, he combines practical experience and insights with tested and proven methods that go beyond old outmoded treatments of drugs and psychoanalysis. We've talked about many of these new methods on our show, including the tenacity of the individual to survive and the inherent ability to heal that is within each and every one of us. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger, feel lighter, and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like Dr. Vanderkolk. If you have a question for Dr. Vanderkolk or are trying to figure out how to find the silver lining in a difficult situation or how to rid yourself of persistent negative thoughts or have a personal story to share, please call during the show to 1-866-472-5795 or email now or between shows to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And the phone number to call between shows is 1-214-736-4460. And be sure to get a pencil and paper now because you're going to need it later in the show for our latest feature. Last week in that special feature, I challenged you to become aware of all the ways that you are loved. That led to a discussion with a friend of mine that I want to share with you. But first, I want to tell you what happened after last week's show. As you may recall, I talked with Dr. Dossie about the blue jay that had stared at me for a long time while perched a few feet away on my windowsill right after his appearance on my first show. Well, that experience was repeated last week. The only difference was that this time it was a bright red male cardinal. His beauty took my breath away. I knew Larry would appreciate this, so I emailed him to thank him for being on the show and to tell him about the Cardinal. I got the following response. Dear Paula, doing the show was fun. You have just the right touch. So knowledgeable, so wise, so well prepared, so cordial to your guests. I am happy the show went well. And please tell that Cardinal... Hello, warmly Larry. For me, that was when the show ended, and what a fitting note to end on. It still brings a smile to my face, and just so you know, that Cardinal has been hanging around consistently, reminding me that I am loved, and we truly are all connected. Now back to my friend. We were talking about last week's show when she was telling me how she always helped people and never expected anything in return. She never asked for anything but was always grateful for whatever she got. And that's very important. 
I pointed out that she could also ask for what she wants. The spiritual realm is filled with loving energy and our angels and guides want to help us. They know that we all deserve to be happy. Since we have free will, however, we need to ask them for help. There's only so much they can do without our permission. It's like we're holding them back if we don't ask for their help. A few days later, she called to tell me that her prayers had already been answered. She had merely said, you know the details of my life. I need your help and guidance. And she got it in two important areas. First, the man she had been talking to online, who seemed like the ideal man for her, turned out to be a fraud. When he called, she could tell immediately that he wasn't who he had appeared to be on paper. When she went back and looked more carefully at his email, she noticed that the language and sentence structure was not consistent. It was almost as if more than one person was communicating with her, or maybe he had copied notes from other people. She took immediate action. First, she blocked his emails and phone calls. Then she did some checking and discovered that he was using a false address. Next, she contacted the dating site and reported him so as to protect other women from him. Then she canceled her membership because they weren't doing a good job of monitoring their subscribers. This experience and how she handled it was very important because she grew up being abused and her various marriages were to abusive men. The kind of abuse varied from emotional and psychological to financial. The pattern kept repeating despite the fact that she is a highly trained nurse with numerous degrees and certification and years of professionally helping people who were in abusive relationships. When I asked her permission to share her story with you, she said, And be sure to tell them that we are all vulnerable when it comes to personal relationships, no matter how skilled we are. The exciting thing here is that she caught his deception early and stood up for himself, herself. She even took it a step further by turning her anger into righteous indignation and taking action to have him removed from that dating site. This was real progress in her standing up for herself, changing the negative pattern, and thereby changing her life. The next thing that her guides helped her with was getting her house sold. It had been on the market for close to a year with no real interest on the part of buyers, even though it was in a quiet, beautiful neighborhood, on the water, and most importantly, she had remodeled it herself. And I mean, she did almost all of the labor herself. She designed it, bought the materials, and did the physical work. This was really beautiful workmanship, a rarity these days. Well, she now has a contract in her hands. Not only that, she has the closing date she wants and is getting paid cash almost at the full asking price. The best is yet to come because this is mainly a story of healing from abuse. Her husband, who she is separated from, told her that he should get all the money because he made the down payment. 
She pointed out what she had put into the house and said that she was tired of being hurt by his words. He acknowledged that she was correct and that they should split the money. Not giving up his abusive ways, he then pushed to move back in with her. Her response was an emphatic no. Another huge step in standing up for herself and in breaking the old patterns. She told me that she literally felt the tension release from her upper back and shoulders. And then I felt myself getting lighter and I slept so well. When I congratulated her on how she handled these situations and pointed out out how strong she has become, she responded by saying that it was because of me. I was surprised. She went on to say, I've learned a lot from listening to your program and to all of the advice you've given me over the years. Even though I didn't act on it at the time, I was listening. I realized that in those numerous conversations, we provided a safe place for each other as we shared our experiences, our sadness, and our tears. In addition, she attended my workshops and meetup group, often telling me how helpful my creative problem-solving process was in helping her release the fears that prevented her from moving forward. She said she kept all of the work that she did in those sessions and often went back to review the information so she could continue to gain new insights and healing. As I was thinking about the process that she has gone through in her healing from abuse, I realized that she has incorporated many of Dr. Von der Kolk's approaches. She really put together her own healing in a way that followed her intuition and timeline. She came to my meetup group because she was stuck. She didn't feel creative and she had boxes from her family home that needed to be unpacked that had been sitting for years. She couldn't get herself motivated to face what was in those boxes, to face the pain of the past. The process I used helped her dissolve her fears and move step by step into her new life. In a very short time, she started taking Tai Chi, which reconnected her with her body while strengthening it, and ballet to satisfy her love of dance. She began to express her creativity through designing, making, and eventually selling jewelry. She continued to expand her creativity by joining a painting group, where she quickly became a valued part of their committee and received, I'm sorry, community and received affirmation for her talents. She remodeled her home putting up drywall, pounding nails, laying floors. It was as if she was remodeling her life and with every stroke of her hammer was becoming stronger. She went to Dr. Lewis Cohn, who has been on our show previously, to heal her body, starting with migraine headaches that had plagued her almost daily. He quickly identified her allergy to milk 
and the headaches were gone in a couple of days. She continued her gardening, which brought her peace, privacy, and more creativity. Somewhere along the way, she made the decision to only do things that bring her joy. She left the work that was painful, left abusive relationships, and put her talents to work in new, meaningful, and fulfilling ways. This path led her to a new city, a new home, and a job where she already had good friends and quickly became valued by her students, boss, and colleagues. Her courage to face the pain from her past and present led her to new choices and experiences that brought her healing, creativity, joy, and self-determination. At the end of our conversation, I said, I'm so happy for you. It's like you took the cork out of the bottle and let out your true self your genie. Her response was, the best part is feeling good from the inside out. Yes, her story is one of choosing to become strong, healthy, happy, creative, and most importantly, getting to know the self that had been hidden under layers of fear and pain from years of abuse. Our guest today is correct. The body does keep the score, and it does want to and know how to heal. Now I'm pleased to introduce Dr. Bessel Vanderkolk, who has been the medical director of the Trauma Center in Boston for 30 years. He's a professor of psychiatry at Boston University Medical School and serves as the director of the National Center for Child Traumatic Stress Complex Trauma Network. He's past president of the International Society for Traumatic Stress Studies. Although mainly a clinician, he has published over 100 peer-reviewed scientific articles on trauma and has taught at universities and hospitals around the world. Dr. Bessel van der Kolk's new book is the New York Times bestseller, The Body Keeps the Score, Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to learn more about my ultimate creative problem-solving process during our break, go to paulajoyce.com and sign up for my newsletter on the homepage. You will receive a free copy of my chapter by that title from my best-selling book. Then click on Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Before the second break and at the end of the show, I'll give you something else to do with your question. When you email me, you will have an opportunity for me to read your email on the show. So right now, go to paulajoyce.com, sign up for my newsletter, and then go to my Calendar of Events page and answer the question of the day on your own paper. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Vondelkult to learn about the new successful ways to heal from trauma and our nation's largest public health problem. (music) 
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 you may also send an email to dr paula joyce at gmail.com that's dr paula joyce at gmail.com now back to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you made a list of where you feel stuck in your life, and if you haven't done so yet, please do so. And I'm thrilled to have with us today Dr. Vanderkolk to talk with us about the methods that have been so popular that don't work to help heal trauma and the methods that do work. So, Dr. Vanderkolk, welcome. Good, uh, good morning, more afternoon. Yeah. 
Yes. So it, it, please um, talk with us. You have such a vast um, uh, uh, um, array of knowledge, and you put it together so beautifully, combining the research with important information that we, uh, the general public doesn't know yet, and really, truly, many professionals don't know. So So I wrote it up in my book called The Body Keeps the Score. Yes, and actually, I highly recommend to everybody that they read this book, and it's on my website. Um, You can go to resources and purchase it because we all have experienced trauma or abuse or know someone who has, and we need to be aware of what works and what doesn't work. And you articulate that so beautifully, Dr. Von der Kolk. So I, I would love it if you would share some of that with us now. Okay. Well, I think the, the first point is that what makes something traumatic is that it is unbearable to know what you know and feel what you feel. It is just too much and it overwhelms your mind, your brain, and your coping systems. And so you just try to run away and forget it and to push it away, and you can't, and it sort of keeps coming back in all kinds of ways. And um, so the most important thing is to uh, learn to quiet down and to come back on earth and to feel your feet on the ground and to feel your butt in the chair and to be able to look around of where you are. Um, what our research shows is that when people are traumatized, their brains are anywhere but here. And so how do you quiet yourself down is the big issue. Um, in our culture, we don't have a great uh, track record of doing that with people. It's not something that we pay a lot of attention to because uh, we tend to go grab drugs and to numb ourselves out and to stop feeling the pain. Uh, and there's certainly room for medications and even uh, some substances that people use, um, but it doesn't really resolve, help you to resolve the trauma. And so uh, while drugs may be, be helpful for some people, we have all kinds of inbuilt mechanisms in our bodies to help ourselves calm ourselves down. And those inbuilt mechanisms are the use of touch, the use of movement together with other people, helping you to breathe calmly in a focused way. And so inevitably our our neuroscience research on what happens in the brain led us to explore the use of things like yoga. And it turned out that our study, which was funded by the National Institute of Health on yoga, uh, showed that yoga is more effective for people who are stuck in trauma than any medication that has ever been studied. And so learning how to feel your body, to feel your body in the ground, on the ground, not in the ground, it's a very important difference, um, and to notice your breath and to calm your breath down is the foundation that really goes into the, the basement of the brain to calm that system down again. Learning how to get comfort from being touched is very important. Uh, because when you are traumatized, it tends to hyper-arouse your body, you become afraid of touch, and uh, you don't feel anything. 
And so learning how to do that again is very important. So we had no choice but to really uh, turn to somatic therapies, to body-oriented therapies of breathing, touch, movement, etc. What is also very striking, and we learned this most of all from attachment research, from people who really show what happens between mothers and babies and what makes babies feel safe, is that doing things together with other people that get you in rhythmical uh, attunement with people, like playing volleyball, um, playing tennis, um, beach balls, um, dancing, tango dancing, ballroom dancing, anything that gets you into physical sync with other human beings uh, calms your system down and automatically produces a sense of pleasure and engagement. Uh, So, so, you know, I'm a psychiatrist. um, I know about drugs and a lot of drug studies. Um, I was trained as a psychoanalyst, so I know a lot about talking. But uh, talking is very important. Uh, But what we really arrived at is learning to re-inhabit your body is at the center of recovery. As the foundation of recovery, um, talking is important. Talking is important because you need to be able to speak your truth and speak what has happened to you. Uh, if you have been abused or you have been in a violent domestic relationship, oftentimes people are too ashamed and too scared to talk, and so they need to be with somebody who can help them to find words for what they have experienced, and maybe also words for the things they feel bad about, about themselves. How about that for a starter? I I think that's so important, what you're saying. And I know in, in my own healing, yoga was one of the things that was so valuable to me. And that's what I love about what you do with this book and what you're doing in these interviews is to help people become aware of the ideas that really topple what most of our common knowledge is about how to heal from abuse and trauma because most of us automatically assume we need um, talk therapy or psychoanalysis and yet that's only a, a piece of it, not all of it. Well, I don't know what people want. I mean, there's a lot out there. You know, in academic centers, people say you need to do cognitive treatment and you need to be exposed to your trauma. Um, I don't think that's particularly true. And when you really carefully look at the evidence for that, it doesn't really produce all that great results in most people. Uh, It's true that you need to know what has happened to you. And you need to go there very gradually. Um, And, you know, in many, many, many uh, systems, people just give people drugs and tell them drugs will make you feel better. Uh, But drugs don't. Drugs may may make it tolerable, may make you help to sleep, but doesn't resolve the trauma. So, so, you know, it depends on who you talk to about uh, what is out there in terms of what people say is helpful for trauma. Uh, well, I, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, I was going to say that along those lines, 
I remember in your book, you're talking about children who are essentially quieted down, but also numbed out so that they can't um, be as creative, they can't think as clearly, um, but we want them to be quiet in school, and so instead of dealing with the underlying problem, we, uh, we prescribe drugs for them. Right. As long as people feel scared and uh, on edge, you cannot learn when you have an unquiet and frightened mind. You know, and I know quite a few school teachers, and they say oftentimes on Monday morning when the kids come to school, they are off the wall. And then they're supposed to sit still and take exams, but they can't sit still and take exams because they have just witnessed horrible things at home, they have been beaten, they have been yelled at, they have been screamed, they have been terrified. And uh, you cannot learn until your mind feels safe and calm. And know, uh, you know very deep at the core of your being that you're not going to get hurt. And so a lot of the work that we do is to try to help school teachers also to understand what interferes with learning because all these traumatized kids, and there's really mi- literally millions of them in this country who get hit and beaten and who see horrendous scenes at home, uh, are too hyper-aroused and too uh, caught in fe- the feeling of being in danger to take in the lessons that they have to learn in school. And yet so often we treat these children as troublemakers and really make matters worse through our punishments of them, kind of confirming that there's something wrong with them rather than helping them to deal with the anxiety and emotional pain that they're feeling. Uh, Screaming at somebody who is scared doesn't make them less scared. It just makes them cower. You know, and indeed, these kids will cower at some point. They will shut down. And uh, when they're shut down, they're not considered a behavior problem. And then people are surprised when they drop out of school uh, because they're too scared to speak up, too scared to do anything, and too scared of the teacher. Um, And then people are surprised that they're smoking dope and taking drugs outside of school just to calm that system down, you know, and... This is all based on people being terrified and scared. And you talk about child abuse as our nation's largest public health problem. That yeah, we are, but that doesn't come from me. It comes from the Centers for Disease Control. You know, um, of the people really studying what's going on in our society. Uh, I'm just quoting them. Yes, and so if you would talk a little bit about this, because that ACE study that you refer to um, was so largely ignored, and yet we would um, save so much money and and pain on the on the on the part of our population if we would listen to some of the results of that study. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And so. This is a study of over 17,000 largely white, largely college-educated people, so people who are on the more fortunate end of the spectrum in our society. And in this very large epidemiological study, 
which is pretty representative of the general population, they found that one out of four people had been severely beaten as a child, that one out of five had been sexually molested, that one out of eight had witnessed their mothers being beaten up, uh, that one out of um, eight had been moved from one home to another, uh, had families, uh, had drug addiction or alcoholism in their family. And so that, that study really showed, showed how widespread trauma is in our society, but that was just the beginning. And then they showed what the effects were on, on this over decades. And what they found is that the, the, most, the, the more trauma you have as a child, the more likely you are to currently be on psychiatric drugs, the harder it's for you to keep a job, um, the harder it is for you to be in a stable relationship, the more likely it is for you to currently be a drug abuser, the more likely it is for you to become an alcoholic, and the more likely it is to have a whole slew of medical diseases. And it's on the basis of those data that the CDC said, this is the biggest issue in our society, and it's in the long range more expensive than cancer or heart disease. And yet we continue to ignore it and even remove from our schools the programs uh, with art and music and even athletics that could help the children to heal by getting in touch with their um, under the pain and, and to their true selves and express some of the pain that they are feeling. Well, I'd like to say it takes a long time before people really let these data sink in. Um, somehow, you know, the, the culture has a hard time changing. Uh, but what I also see is that people are beginning to pay attention to the data as they're coming out about the pervasive effect of, of child abuse. And indeed, there's a few school systems, but not very many yet, who have heard the the bell ring, and who were beginning to get it, but very few. So, so we're really in a state, to my mind, of transition at this point in slowly making people aware of the profound effects of childhood abuse and neglect and how it plays itself out in the school systems. And I hope that Arnie Duncan is listening to the show and will read all these studies and will read my book and other people's books uh, to understand how uh, what interferes with learning is not people being lazy or people not taking enough tests, but people's brains being preoccupied with threat. And so as long as you preoccupy the threat, you cannot learn. And, you know, there's a very clear correlation between the test scores in countries where people, where the um, society pays attention to, to the safety of its children and the test scores of a country like ours, where large numbers of people, the kids live in, in danger. Um, and that's the main thing that accounts for uh, some societies beginning to really pull ahead of the U.S. in terms of test scores of their kids, because their kids are growing up in safer conditions. Uh, what you're saying is so very important, and we're about 
to go to a break, but before that, I just want to emphasize what you're saying and that what we've done in, in our society, in America, in the United States is to do more labeling of children and administering of drugs rather than providing safe environments and helping children to express and feel the emotional pain and learn coping mechanisms. Well, many, I wouldn't say everybody, you know, yes, the large systems are like that, but I also know innumerable people who, uh, who do see it, and I work with people all the time who do understand these things. So it's not like black and white. There's, you know, it's there's a cultural transformation going on of large numbers of people who don't know this information, and some people who do. And I mainly work with the people who do. So I really see uh, school. Some school systems change. I see some health system change. I see even some prison systems change as people become aware of the underlying issues that they're dealing with. And that's beautiful. And I love that you're on that forefront cutting edge and that you're seeing the change and helping to make it happen. For more information, please go to www.besselvandracolt.com. We And stay tuned because we will be back with Dr. Vandra Kolk in just a few minutes. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process and also get advance notice about every show episode and the on-demand shows sent directly to your email address. Then go to the list that you created and on that same paper, write down the first step that you're going to take to get unstuck. It could be yoga, art, dance, or something else. Just begin the process and the rest will start happening. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Vanderkolk. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. 
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you wrote down what your first step in getting unstuck will be. We're here with Dr. Vondra Kolk talking about healing from trauma. His book, The Body Keeps the Score, is a must-read for all of us, and especially if you have experienced trauma or abuse. Um, and I was just saying to Dr. Vanderkolk offline that I found his book personally healing, that it was almost as if he was there working with me. His book is so beautifully written for the layperson as well as the professional. So thank you, um, Dr. Vanderkolk. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'd love it if we could talk now uh, a little bit about how the brain changes as a result of abuse or trauma, and how do you undo the brain damage? Yeah, um, it's important to know is that the brain is wired up according to the experiences one has. So if you grow up in... Uh, comfortable, pleasant, safe, and joyful surroundings, your brain gets used for what normal brains get used for, for exploration, getting to know the world, uh, interacting with other people, having fun. Um, but if you're under threat, your brain gets wired to be have a threatened brain. And so you get a threatened brain, you get a threatened body, and the threat detection system of your brain becomes hypersensitive, and uh, you automatically perceive threat where other people don't see threat. So think where other people may say, oh, this is a little bit unpleasant, um, you may go into a panic or a rage because uh, your brain is sort of amplifies the degree of threat that happens to you. And so the more, uh, and that's how the brain develops. So the brain develops in a use-dependent manner and uh, that get, becomes hardwired. So at some point you have a brain that is stuck in being wired for threat. And so we need to rewire those brains. And there's two ways of doing that. One is by having intense experiences that, that, that directly contradict how your brain is wired. Like having an intense feeling of safety with people who previously were threatening uh, and to feel, oh, that's what it feels like. Uh, so um, one of the things that I love for traumatized kids is martial arts, where they get to feel the power of their bodies. They get to really feel, I can defend myself, I can take care of myself, I can uh, look after myself, but really feel it on a very visceral level. Um, but for many of these kids, that's not, is not good enough. And 
uh, we are working very hard in, in my lab with something called neurofeedback, um, which is really the cutting edge of neuroscience research, and that is using computers to change people's brains. And so people can play computer games with their own brain waves, and you can help to reshape brain activity by giving feedback to the brain to change their waveforms and their connectivity in a way. And our results there are very, very good. And what you can see is that people become calmer, become more focused, they become more attentive, they become more appreciative of what other people are up to, rather than immediately jumping to conclusions. And one of the important things that I'm trying to do these days is to uh, do neurofeedback research and to help people to set up neurofeedback uh, labs uh, so that uh, people around the country can be helped to retrain their brains to become not only alert to threat and danger, but to also be, be joyfully engaged with life as it comes right now. That sounds like a fun way to heal. Well, it is sort of fun. It's actually sort of boring sitting in front of it. It's not as fun as other projects we do. Like uh, we love to do theater projects with traumatized kids and have them um, play act and do Shakespeare and have them know what it feels like to be another person rather than the person who they have grown up to be and to feel what it feels like on a very visceral level to be a king or a character in a play or another person uh, to say, oh, there's other ways of being in my body besides what I've come, become accustomed to. That is actually my favorite and most fun form of treatment. Yes, I've done I've done some improvisational theater, which you um, also talk about, and I love that because it brings out parts of ourselves that we don't know are there. Exactly. And so, so treatment doesn't need to be an agonizing, horrendous, um, isolating experience. You know, this is what we love to do with teachers, is to really help teachers to, for kids to have fun together and to enjoy each other and to enjoy life because that's what it's about. And so trauma interferes with joy and trauma interferes with having connections with people. So uh, what we like to do very much is to help our patients and to teach it to other people how to be joyfully connected with each other because trauma is so isolating. Yes, and and I'd like to also add that we can do that as adults as well if we didn't get that opportunity as children and we can help to heal parts of ourselves that went into hiding and that got scared and um, too fearful to um, to allow out to be our real selves. We develop yeah. false selves. Yeah, as a friend of mine says, it's never too late to have a happy childhood. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And, and isn't it wonderful to also have a happy adulthood? <laughs> right. But indeed, and, you need to be involved in pleasurable activities. Uh, activities that, that connect you with people, that give you a sense of, hey, I have something to give. 
and that again is very important, you know, everywhere we go, and it's important for schools. And so you talked about music and arts and theater being abolished in schools, and like, I was like, why the hell would you do that? Those are the only things that really help kids to become uh, self-confident and mature adults, is the sense of harmony with other people, the sense of engagement with other people. We want to have people in our society who can do that. Um, we don't need more people in our society who know how to take tests. We need people who can actually uh, not bug other people and become scared and frozen and enraged. And <laughs> you want to have a society of people who get along with each other and, and are respectful of each other. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and know how to create supportive communities. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and as you were talking, it reminded me, too, of a friend who talks about senior moments. But when we tease it apart, what we realize is really she's been thrown back into a place of feeling isolated and alone. And she gets distracted because she doesn't reach out to other people for support. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. Go ahead. Well, my reaction to that is indeed it's also an issue of memory. If you know, if you have a memory of being a joy to other people and bringing light to other people's lives, then even if you're old and not in very good shape, you have that memory of, of being able to be there for people. You can engage with people. But if you grow up feeling you're a pain in the ass and uh, that you're a terrible person, then as you grow older, you are more and more likely to get stuck in that I'm a terrible person, I'm no good, uh, sort of social isolation piece. So you, what you see is that trauma keeps getting expressed throughout people's lives and takes that toll every step of the way. And I, if you want to just spell it out, you know, over the life cor- course of one's life, it interferes with child rearing, it interferes with having a job, it, heals, it interferes with having a healthy body, and interferes with being able to accept and deal with the ravages of old age. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and and knowledge with us. I truly appreciate it. And that there are ways to heal, to um, continue to grow, and to continue to bring more more joy and laughter and happiness and creativity into our lives and life satisfaction. Thank you so much for your work and for your wonderful book and for being on our show. Thank you very much. All the best to you. Thank you. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. And I want to thank my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please like us on Facebook by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. While you're there, sign up for my newsletter. 
purchase Dr. Vanderkolk's book and look at my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or sponsoring one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energetic Healing, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. And when you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and also directly with my clients. Next Thursday, please join us when Cheryl Baird will be here to talk with us about Tarot and Angel Oracle cards. In the meantime, if you think of a question or want some help with your own life or have an inspirational show, I'm sorry, an inspirational story to share, contact me and I will share it on the show or provide direct help to you through my coaching. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Oh, 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 o